welcome back, everybody, from uh, the Caesar and Publican mid-season break. It's good to hear. Good to have you all here. Hello, Lukey. I'm, I'm a little bit, a uh, little bit tired. These mid midweek starts of the test matches can Mate. get stuffed. Uh, when I got home last night, there was no sitting on the couch and turning the TV on. Oh, I just went straight to bed because I thought there's no way I'll be here this morning to do this if I turn the telly on. So you missed uh, uh, headball or yes, tra- trav, trav ball. ball. Missed trav ball. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did go home and hop into bed and it is I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch a bit and I dozed. One point I went to sleep and like Smith was on 50 odd. Head wasn't even in yet. And then I woke up and head was head on 70, was on 70. <laughs> he was on 70. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? I just blinked. Australia once again. Uh, do you find it hilarious that they didn't pick a spinner, yet their most damaging bowler was Joe Root last night? Yeah, well, when you got... Two wickets. 60, 67 million people and you don't actually have a spinner, the one bloke you're relying on to bowl spin retired three years ago. And he was uh, hospitalised with a blistered finger. Mm. He's on life support. He can't play again. Well, that's what that's what happens when when you pick a bloke that hasn't touched a red ball for three years, and you make him bowl twenty eight overs in the first day. In saying that, I'm uh, I'm anticipating something that's going to come out later today. If anyone's not following Skippers on on Instagram, and he's been doing the voiceovers for every day of the the world. He did the World Test Championship game, and then he's been did the Ashes last week. Hang on, skip, are, it, skip is on. Skip, skip is on. Is the that's is, not what I watched it on. Yeah, I know. There's another guy that's been reposting him on oh. Facebook, which I reckon might be the guy who does them because he's got it's got someone's name there. Yeah. Um, fuck, they're hilarious. Yeah. I don't know how he's getting this voiceover. It must be an AI bot because well, I've seen other people do it with the same voice. It's like an ESPN voice. Yeah, and it's all different. All different um, sports and all, yeah, and and not just sport, all, all TV shows, things in life, yeah. And it is fucking hilarious. The, some of the one-liners he called, he, what did he call Cummins? Cumshot, uh, <laughs> Captain Cumshot, Captain, Captain Cumshot. <laughs> Strap yourselves in, boys. Cheeseburger besto. Oh, mate, it's hilarious. If you're not following uh, what that, what about the cheeseburger carrying this pitch invader off last night? Silly. Carrying the pitch invader off. Walking away from security staff to do it. Just like, drop just drop him and let security deal with yeah. it. He picked him up and carried him. There's all a bit of, look at me, the, the fiery redhead is, is doing doing the uh, security work. Fuck off, mate. Get back to behind the stumps. I thought he must have had it. And then we had a delay in play because you had to go change your fucking stained shirt and your bloody smoke-filled yeah. gloves, you dickhead. If you'd just so let security do it, we could have fucking gone on and hit more so runs off you. So it was just a bag of, bag of like powdered dye. Oh, so it was a flare. Ah, and they were just like throwing this powdered dye stuff. You know what it was? Climate activists. No, um, end oil now. So, I guess they are. Have you seen the footage of that uh, that woman interviewing like a truck driver talking about the activists? Oh, the canola, had stopped, oil. Stopped canola his truck oil. And she's like, they're, they're, he said, what are they protesting against? She said, oh, oil. He said, well, it's not. It's cooking it's oil. It's cooking oil. <laughs> Dumb fuck. I love that. And he just starts pissing himself. Which shows how, uh, shows how fucked up they are. Anyway, let's get back to the, the cricket. We actually haven't had a potty since that famous first test victory where 
everyone, probably most people, most decent human males in Australia were struggling on the uh, on the Tuesday at work. Wednesday at work? Was it on a Tuesday night? I didn't sleep for four days. <laughs> Wasn't that a bit? And, and thanks to the, the awesome English weather that... The, the the weather yeah. gods tried to to get a tried to get a uh, a draw for him, but uh, we I've got, I've got no 30 in the morning it finished. Hey, I've got no problem uh, missing sleep to watch cricket. Yeah, but missing sleep to watch rain delays is is hard to hard to come at. And at me at that point, I was like, it was eleven o'clock. I was like, oh, I might call this, get into bed. And then they're like, um, we're hearing that the covers are coming off soon. I was like, oh, I'm not. I was hoping this game would be over by midnight, but fuck, it was well worth it. That was the best finish to a test match I reckon I've ever seen, apart from the Adelaide Ashes one when Warney ripped through them and then we chased down that uh, 120 in a session or something. Or um, although the Stokes one when when Stokes won the game single-handedly at Edgebass and it was a great the, finish. but Probably the worst finish yeah. I've ever seen. Well, uh to, yeah. cr- to a cricket fan, it was fantastic. No, no, to an English fan. No, no, it was brilliant. I know, the Indians would have loved it, the fucking little bastards, but um, yeah, that was brilliant. But it, it has, when when you get that full five days, really didn't know who was going to be a winner the whole test match, and it comes down to like the last, the last, what, yeah. I think there was only another four overs. Yeah. Yeah, on the final day. So, well, that has just set the fucking tone for the entire series, and oh. then we've gone out and belted three hundred and fifty on the first day on a on the greenest pitch, amazing bowlers pitch. <laughs> Get fucked! Yeah. Imagine it was a flat pitch. We would have hit five hundred last night. I look, I, I, you look down. So we're Pfeiffer, but we've still got Kerry in with um, Steve Smith, who's <laughs> concreted <laughs> like this. And, but we are Pfeiffer. And you've still got um, you've still got your bowlers to come, which can all bat. Yeah, I I would I, and, I reckon and we have the best batting lineup by impro- a country mile in the world. And we've improved our bowlers batting yeah. lineup by Stark coming in for bowling because Stark's a he can bat. Uh, yeah, if, if he has to make thirty, he'll make yeah. thirty. Um, I reckon we have the best batting lineup by it so far from like from top to bottom. So much for that fuckwit saying we've got eighteen number elevens. Just touch some wood as we're talking. No. Touch it. No. Touch my, touch my wood. No. I mean, uh, yeah. A- even his fans have turned on him last <laughs> night because of the absolute cannon fodder that he was putting up. Oh, I love the ashes. They, it's, they, uh, they were all going, oh, yeah, Ollie's this, Ollie's that last week, and now they think he's a chump. <laughs> Do you know he's a fucking chump? He proved it last week and then again last night. Kevin Peterson. <laughs> his... His bullshit rhetoric when he was sitting there spilling shit. Oh, Joe Roots, he's so brilliant the way he's just controlled them. This is amazing. And <laughs> he just, they had him well, guessing left, well, right and centre. Well, he's out now. He made 40. <laughs> the way he was carrying on is like he made 300. It's like, what are you talking about, you stupid South African pom? <laughs> some, of the, some of the videos made of it. And after it's got... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> or that one where that black guy makes a weird eyes. He's like... The fuck? <laughs> After he says it, I was crying at him. But and then Peterson last night again. They've in, they're interviewing him. Like you thought he was a guest having an interview done on him. He was oh, one so, of the three when, fucking commentators talking about the game. He's just talking about himself the whole time. Oh, well, yeah. I, I was hitting Warney here, belting him here. Shut the yeah. fuck up, mate. Yeah, I, I thought he was El McPherson's brother. <laughs> just a bit of me, me. <laughs> 
people of the younger generation who would have no idea, but... Oh, they should fucking learn, shouldn't they? Google her. Um, well, we're off and running for the, the cricket again. The Ashes is on. It's a, probably the best time of the year when there's footy on. Yep. Ashes are on. And the weekend's set. You, you can change footy. Do you know what fucked up last weekend? Though? It could have been good if the, uh, the Ashes was on the weekend that just passed. Because the scheduling of that fourth part of the buy round was nothing short of horrific. We only had six games, so they decided to put one on a friggin' Thursday night. Then the Friday night game. No Saturday game until 4.30. But mind you, the 4.30 game may as well have just been a buy anyway. That's the biggest... It's it's funny when people say about no Saturday game until 4.30. But the Saturday lunchtime game is generally a shit fixture anyway, so we didn't miss it. Like, it's probably because it was the first time I didn't go anywhere and I was a bit crook on the weekend uh, and I went to turn the TV on and I was like, yeah, fuck, there's nothing on. Yeah. But then... Um, Could have watched a replay of F Troop or something. F Troop. Mm. To, to be honest, the, I was a bit shocked that the uh, Crows-Collingwood game, mm. even though at the start of the year you may not have penciled that in to be a blockbuster or anything, that could easily have slotted in your Saturday night 7 o'clock game. Because Adelaide hasn't had a prime time MCG game for, I don't know, how long? I don't think they've played Friday what? night at the G in... Uh, what What's this obsession that, that that Sunday can't be... Sunday is actually a prime time slot. Well, it was, but like it was, it was In the mid-90s, the best football played in the mid-90s was on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. But... In saying that, there's so much more that people... It's a different day and age now where there's so many things happening on... What, the amount of sports... Do, what, people don't do shit on Saturday nights? Huh? Or Friday? People don't do shit on Friday or Saturday nights? No. What I'm saying is, uh, Sunday is generally... Well, it was back in the day. It still is. It's generally family day where people do a lot of family things and stuff like that. And they have sport on. And I know there was back in that. But sport generally wasn't played on a Sunday. 15 years ago either, when you used to have these big Sunday blockbuster games. Oh, like... Am, like, like amateur... Amateur amateurs kids and yeah. kids sports. Whereas Every, now everything, everything was Saturday morning, yeah. Saturday afternoon, yep. Whereas now you've got your, your school footy on the Saturday and most club footies on that's, a Sunday. That's This is why Friday... Uh, this is why Sunday, 4 o'clock, is the right time slot because you can get the kids' shit out of the way mm. early and then you can be into the real stuff. How good was that game, though? Although it was a kind of a school line for I us. I haven't watched the second half yet. So, if 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 that's the reason why we played well, can you not watch the rest of the year? Okay, we're talking about obviously Adelaide and Collingwood. So, um, so after berating me for me saying to you on the phone that I think I was the difference in the third quarter, you say that every time something happens where you've done something, you think you're the difference. So, oh. I'll berate you every time you say yeah. that. But now you're telling me I'm not allowed to watch the footy. Can you imagine the, the footy gods the sitting up there in the footy god coliseum wherever they are, going, oh. Danny's doing this. We better, we better, we better fucking do this for the game because he's done this. Well, I watched every second of the first half. Self-absorbed, moron. Okay. <laughs> self-absorbed. That's rich. <laughs> oh, you think I'm self-absorbed? Hey, hey. Anyway, um, that third quarter of Adelaide's was nothing short of amazing. I know you haven't seen it, so I'll have to tell you what happened. But okay. The way they moved the footy, they had Collingwood chasing left, right, and centre, and it was brilliant. Haven't seen Collingwood be pieced up like that in a quarter for, well, you'd probably say two years. Melbourne gave him a bit of a touch up on the, the 
and someone's birthday and almost and, lost still. And someone said to me um, on Monday in the bar that, but everything about that third quarter. Yeah. Like defence. Nothing went wrong. Defence, like it was a complete. The, the targets we were, like they were pinging people off one steps and Tex takes it, does, does a U-turn at the 50 and smashes it home. And um, Can we just have a moment to talk about a player that people were saying two years ago should retire. He's, he's done. He's done. He's playing the best football of his life over the last two years, you would have thought. Mm. In saying that, the, the couple of years out, he had, probably has had better years, but the consistency, I believe, over this year and last year. And then you got stupid port nuffies that we know saying, oh, I can't believe you're relying on a 33-year-old Tex. No matter how old they are, if they're doing the fucking job and they're beating your beating young defenders left, right, and centre, he he in, in a half he destroyed the so-called best defender and all Australian captain mm. coming in. He got loose, he, and he he looked in the first half like he was like he could have done that too. He was getting a bit of the pill. He was getting to the contest, bringing it to ground. A guy of his age um, with bung knees that he's probably got too. I don't think he sh- he shouldn't be having as big an influence on games as he is. That's, that's how good that's how good he is at the moment. Yeah, leading the Coleman, um, and everyone who says, "Oh, but he kicked ten against West Coast," he just kicked five against the top side. So, yeah. blow me. And and we got North Melbourne this week. And even if you, if people had way too much time on their hands and and removed the West Coast goals from the entire goal-kicking list. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know anyone that would have that time oh, on their well, hands. I, I made time on Monday <laughs> night. What is it? So give us give us the top five, excluding West Coast. Excluding West Coast game, or yeah. ex- excluding goals against West Coast. And top. that's hard for Oscar Allen, because he can't play himself. Yeah. He can play um, with himself. But, but Oscar Allen is top of the goal-kicking if you remove games against West Coast, but... Um, so Jeremy Cameron, Oscar Allen, and Charlie Cameron would be leading on thirty-five goals. Really? Yep. And, and Charlie has has Brisbane played West Coast yet? No, they don't play. Um, they don't play them until round seventeen. They might get their players back. Well, then it might be a bit unfair for Charlie. There was one that I couldn't believe. Oh, the Bulldogs mm. play West Coast. In round 23. That's the only time they play them. Only time they play them. Jeez. That's, a, that's, that's imagine, just wrong. Imagine, bu- first, imagine Bulldogs first. are a game out the eight and they need a win and a bit of percentage. And they're like, sweet, we've got West Coast. Is that at home or is it away? Oh, does it matter? <sighs> no. Know. No, it doesn't matter. I, I'm, uh, look, funnier things have happened, but West Coast are playing a very... Uh, in my eyes, the side that can be very hit or miss this week, St Kilda over in Perth, 11 to 1 odds. I've just got a little 20 on it, fuck it. $20 donation. Huh? $20 donation you've just made to some... When, when you cop a belting like that, but then again, they could have... You thought they might have responded after the Adelaide belting. They got, they got belted, had a buy, came back even worse. <laughs> well, let's roll into that game then, because um, records were broken for certain... Um, first time I've seen 30 goals in, what, 12 years, 13 years? What was yeah. it like? Melbourne got belted by Geelong down at the Cattery when they kicked 37. Oh, yeah. Or no, did someone else kick? No, someone kicked 30 goals against Port. 
Really? Yeah. Or in the grand final? No. Oh. Um, it was... Was it a Primus' final year? Didn't Hawthorne put 30 on them? Yeah, I don't know. Either way, we haven't seen 30 goals. Like Primus' final year, like, as coach. Yeah. Yep. Um... They were. They did stink it up. Yeah, and they still. They didn't finish bottom that year. They were like fourth bottom, fifth bottom. Really? Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Who, 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 oh, I saw Gold it Coast and GWS. Yeah. Or was that prior to GWS? No, it was in. I don't know. Or if it was. Well, Primus's last game was the the GWS loss up there. It was the final straw. Remember? Didn't Port lose to GWS in? In GWS, and that was... They lost Gold Coast to you one Curtains. Day. Yeah, that was Gold Coast first. We were at Footy Park. Anyway, enough about them. Um, 30 goals slapped against you, and to be honest, it should have been more because I don't know if West Coast took the foot off... Not West Coast. Sydney took the foot off the pedal in the last quarter, but I was when they had 28 goals at three-quarter time, I'm like, they're going to get 40 here. I think they only kicked five in the last quarter, and you go, that's your worst quarter. Yeah. <laughs> when they, they had, But they had nine in the first quarter. And then West Coast kicked a couple in the second quarter. It was, I think this, it, it was about a 10-goal margin at half-time, or even, no, 40-odd points. So it wasn't, it was big, but it wasn't what the end result was. And then in the third quarter, oh, mm. absolute. And you know the worst thing about it? Sydney aren't that good. Yes, they made a grand final last year, but on this year's form, they're not, they're not as good but as even, they just put out on the but even But even in that game, they weren't that good. Sydney weren't even, at one point you saw them running around guys at, 70%. They weren't even running as hard. You could see uh, the guys forward would take a mark and almost walk around and, and run on and play on. But like, like, but like a, a ball up on the half-forward flank and just the positioning of the ball mm. up with the players. And it's just like you're letting them run through the contest oh, just into an open goal. When, when, when you're getting bells like that, you, you, I don't, you're going to check out. Go the knuckle or something. <laughs> do, do something. But I love it. Uh, the like the days after, everyone completely analyses the game and saying, look at this. He didn't chase hard here. Or he didn't put his body on the line. They're down by 130 points. You know, I'm just going to... We're just going to absorb this and move on. <laughs> How many weeks can you absorb and move on? Uh, they're in... Uh, I mean, we've, we sound like a broken record. We've been talking about it all year. But On SCN this morning, the, I didn't hear the actual report, but they said after the break, um, more injury pain for West Coast. Elliot Yo, four weeks. Yeah, right. All the people that brought well, him in in fantasy. Well, well he's, he's no loss with uh, how he looked last week. Oh, but everyone's talking, oh, Elliot Yo, he's playing good for you. He, he has not manned up the entire time. He's just going out collecting possessions. And was he doing much with it? Probably not. Tim Kelly, I mean, he's getting good possessions, but some of his two-way running that was shown was horrific. And then, don't get me started on old Gaffy Gaffa Gaff again. Jeez. Another sub-10 possession game. It, it, they are yeah. in a world of pain with that contract. Just quietly. Can't trade him. Can't delist Just him. Just quietly. Sub-10 possession game. Um, how much is that? How many dollars is that per posse? I say sub-10 posse. I think he got 11 or 12. But yeah. once again, like I think it was one tackle, two tackles. From a mid, is he not start? Is he not playing midfield? He's got to not be playing midfield. I've got to watch a bit closer. He, he can't be getting those possessions if he's not the playing midfield. The trouble is, yeah, to to know the answer to that, you have to watch their games, and Nobody they're unwatchable. <laughs> oh, 
mate. They're, and they're, what were you saying about the, the contract? There's a reason why Simo ain't going anywhere. It's either, if Simo, I reckon they want Simo to walk. Yeah. And now so Clarko's coming back, so the North Melbourne job's probably off, so, off the table so now. So allegedly the contract is watertight, like there's no, no out clause for them. And he's on, so there's two years left after this year. Mm. It's 1.25 mil a year, which which seems seems reasonable money. Um, but with the soft cap rules, if you go over, like so, so if they if they clip him, they have to add that to the soft cap. So yeah. if they're paying out so two point five million, and you're paying a new coach, but then there's going to be two and a half million dollars in two years over mm. the soft cap, which because it's only a soft cap, not a hard cap, uh, you pay virtually an NBA-style luxury tax. Mm. and But that's at like 200 and something percent. So it's going to cost them near $6 million. $7 million if they, they clip if him. If they clip him this year. Now, some might say... They are the richest club in the but land. But some might say it's $7 million well spent. When you've got a share portfolio of over 50... Mm. Mm. I, I, genu- they, they I genuinely don't think... Announced last night they won't be requesting a priority pick. They don't deserve one. I, exactly, yeah. I, so. I, I, the priority pick to me is just a shit show, and it's always a Victorian club that they kind of push that should get the... Uh, North Melbourne, oh, priority pick, priority... But as soon as it's an interstate club... Oh, what are they the, You never get the push from the Victorian media at all. Mm. Like, I don't think anyone deserves a priority pick. you just got to work through it. Yeah. Um, and 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 bounce back like every other club has. Well, Adelaide, if you imagine they got that priority pick and we've bounced back the way we have now. Two years ago, and mm. it was like, oh, Adelaide shouldn't get it. Well, North Melbourne got it, and they're in the same. Well, they started they started all right. Now they've gone. Although poo-poo. there was North Melbourne news last night. I know the the great conquering Clarko seems to be back in about a fortnight. Yeah. They're going to ease him back in. I don't know how you get ease back in, but... No, does that mean you're there during the week and you're not officiating game day, or...? Uh, or maybe... Maybe he goes down the line of um, delegating a bit more of his stuff. I don't, I don't know what type of coach Clarko is, but I know... Um, Generally, they're control freaks. Some of them can be. I don't know. Some, some coaches can't let go. Like, I think when Simon at Melbourne, he stated many a times that he had... He was trying to do everything, and he realised he had to go. I'm going to delegate a bit more, yeah. And it's freed him up to be a better coach, because better. You, yeah, because you just spread yourself thin everywhere rather than. And it just it just taxes you mentally, yeah. and I reckon that could quite be what Clark. But Clark has had. A, did he have two years off or one year? Only one year. Is it only one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it was one. Yeah. Oh, he, he left six weeks to go though, didn't yeah. he? So. I don't know. Maybe that's something. But that's something that they needed with Clarko. But um, one of the things that came up as well with obviously Clarko coming back and the talk of if they got rid of Simpson, they said because Dimmer's now stated that I no, I'll be coaching again next year somewhere. I'm, I'm mm. uh, and on classified that oh, that pipsqueak that you love, um, Sam Manua. The moment, <laughs> the moment, Kane Corns. It, people can't see Danny looking shocked at my statement, but you love him. Sam McClure. Don't you? He gets a lot right. Fuck quit. Um, if uh, 
Kane said, <laughs> Kane said West Coast should be going after Dimmer. And then the Sam McClure thinks he just knows it. He's, no, you can't go there. No, you won't go there. You can't go there. Can't go there. Just can't. And Kane's like, well, why? Did you can't have a coach of his calibre going going to that basket case. Did you ever think that maybe Dimmer, he's won three flags, he's done what he's done at Richmond, he might actually be a coach that goes, I can see a massive challenge and I might be able to, yeah. over the next five, six years, bring him back. Then and, you become not just a, 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 a great coach, a legend coach, you become like an immortal coach and, to do something like that. And so, so a coach of that level can't go to a basket case. Oh, but we'll we'll throw a a rookie coach or like yeah. a lamb to the slaughter um, and, and to do it. Like the, I reckon, it diminishes what some of these media people um, uh, not diminish. What's the word I'm looking for? It just make it cheapens what good coaches are that they can't go to clubs like that and build them back up to become where they are. Yeah. And and that's why he's just. A, I think he's a dickhead. and He's got no idea. And you can see Kane just going. Ah, you're an idiot. Well, you can't... I think if they were you, to... You can't replace a Adam Simpson, a premiership coach, with someone that's... N- Sumich. Yeah. You know, a person that hasn't been tried. Yeah. Like... like. But if financially, can, they might have to, from what you were saying. Well... Uh, Unless they go, fuck it, we're going to... We're going to... We're going to... We're going to burn ourselves financially now. But, but there's also... Also the situation, if they... If they go, if they just just because there is a contract, doesn't mean Simpson holds them to the contract. Mm. Like if he can get an offer of the same money somewhere else, he'll go. Well, you pay me like you pay me an exit contract, mm. and I'll just earn that money that I'm that I'm contracted to here elsewhere. That can happen. I think with West Coast, with their list, um, what what you'd, Simo might be... I mean, he's obviously... Simpson sits there and thinks he can do the job, which he probably, by all means, can. But a coach that's been there that long, you think, we're going to need another five years before we're probably even pushing for maybe finals again. Do I have that energy? But I think and, about and it, if Clarkson didn't come back... I'd would, say it'd be at North would, Melbourne. Would the Kangaroos consider Simpson? They'd be fucking mind-bogglingly stupid if they didn't. Not, not to pose the question. Yeah. And could that have been posed in the last few weeks? I dare say behind the scenes it would oh. have because they, although they're supporting um, Clarko, everything you still have to have a plan B. Yeah, I wouldn't think Rutten, uh, Ratten would be their plan B. Uh, and and whilst whilst they didn't uh, make it evident to the public, mm. surely you have to put a a time limit on. Clarkson's hiatus. I reckon the I like, reckon the time limit they had is probably now. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like, and there might have been multiple things that we need to know this by then, that by this date, like, but and you need to like, if you can't be back by this date, well, we need to know. We, we yeah. need to move on, mate. Because the, the thing with Clarko as well, and this is why I thought. If he doesn't come back, you'd almost think Simpson seem seamlessly would get there because then, obviously, if he's believing one club to go to another, mm. West Coast may be happy that he's breaking that contract. They then don't have to pay him because yeah. um, he's moving on to another contract, yeah. North Melbourne. Yeah. And and you can just sign an exit contract. And and if North Melbourne go, well, 
um, will, well, they're clearly not paying Clarko peanuts. Oh, so, yeah. so they can afford Simpson. And and if... I think the AFL are chipping in a fair bit of that. Yeah, yeah, but but mm. either way, it's it's that's the sort of contract. So so they're not going to have to pay out Clarko if they if Clarkson didn't come back. Mm. So so they've got that money. If West Coast ends go well, well, we'll give you five hundred of the two and a half mil, but you're going to be earning your two and a half mil. Well, then it's only five hundred in West Coast. Well, that's like when Brad Scott parted away, when North Melbourne parted ways with Brad Scott. If he'd got another job as an AFL coach, they wouldn't have to pay him squat. But because he got a job with the yeah. AFL, they had to pay him yeah. X amount. Yeah. Um, the, I think with North Melbourne though, and the concern that you'd have being a North Melbourne board member or whatever is this thing with Clarko and the the uh, Aboriginal um, case that yep. is. Well, AFL said, look, we're, we're almost washing our hands of it because they can't get every, all the parties to talk, so they've just gone like that, and it's going to go apparently to the Human Rights Human Commission. Rights Commission. Th- that ain't going away anytime soon. Anyone that thinks that's gone away is is delirious. Yep. If that's been a catalyst for Clarko to go, fuck, I'm, I'm having issues, I've got to back off here, is it going to rear its head again mm. if more stuff comes out? Yeah, well, North Melbourne is sitting there going, we actually need to have a plan. For, like for when, the next four years, and uh, and when you're in front of the Human Rights Commission, it is all out on the table. Oh yeah, but, so but uh, but that could be a good thing for him and yeah. Fagan but too. also, if you're backing that you've done nothing wrong, well, yeah, have it all out on the table. See if I give stuff like. So if you thought it was stressful then, uh, it's, if you thought it was stressful now, it could the stress level could go to another tenfold. Now. Maybe North. Well, what if? And, what, and I'm sure that, but I'm sure the stress level was elevated because when you've got like Hawthorne completely botched, I think the reason they did it was the right reason because they wanted to know thing, and then they just completely botched what what ended up occurring. Well, they, I thought they thought whatever they were going to get was going to get cooperation from everyone. We we're going to yeah. be but then, kumbaya, my lord, yeah. sit down and talk but it through. Then, but then also you got Hawthorne not making public comment, but then the ex-Hawthorne president kept on sprouting off because he clearly doesn't like Clarkson. And like, well, shit was leaked well, to the media. Well, and hang on, mate. You're, you're the reason why why an Indigenous player didn't come back to the club. So so yeah. how about you shut the fuck up for five minutes? Like, and you're not giving your club, you're not doing them any favours nah. by sprouting off like you are. And of course, the media are eating up his words because just column inches. Like it, like he left you speechless. Then, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> well, if Clark and probably the next uh, the tail end of the season, Clarko could come back and do what he was doing, and then at the end of the year, go. I don't think I am there. I, I don't think I can do this yeah, for this the next fight. This, this is me. This I, I might have to check out yeah. forever. From I shouldn't say check out forever, but yeah, I don't think I can be an AFL yeah, coach with no, my men. And if he does that, that'll then reopen the door for Simpson North Melbourne. Yeah. So I don't think the idea of Simpson going to North Melbourne is over with would Clarko have, coming would back. Would have Ratton and Simpson worked together at Hawthorne? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, would they? He's been at West Coast for a fucking long time. Ten years, but Ratton's been at Ratton was Carlton then Hawthorne. 
Hawthorne for a long time before he yeah. went to St Kilda. St Kilda. So, yeah, um, yeah it's. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I think the coaching so, merry-go-round hasn't even so, started so, turning. So whilst there's a story about the seven million um, cost, seven seven million dollars cost uh, for West Coast to get rid of him, that doesn't mean that it would cost that much. It's worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Like that's if they sacked him today. Well, um, a few other things have gone on. Is we it? need to talk about. We'll call it the SA Hall of Fame. I was on Tuesday I, night. I was watching, and I'm like, oh, it was getting late, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go for a walk. But SEN were also taking the Hall of Fame, so so I listened to yeah. the interviews while I was having a walk. Then I walked past somewhere, and and uh, I saw the TV. Walked past a pub, and I saw the TV on. I'm like, and I'd changed to music by this time, but uh, I'm like. Sure, that was Choco I saw on the screen then. Well, we had... And I'm like, that can't be another South Australian they've put let, in in the one Let's night. go through the the South Australians. Mark Williams, Bruce McAvaney, yep. Mickey Aish, yep. Michael Aish, Nord legend, um, Corey Enright. Morris, yep. Um, and then the other inductees, sorry, the old uh, the old 1930s... Yep. Fahey? Fahey? No, Lay. Lay. Lay or Tommy Lay. Lay or Lee. It's Leah with a Y on the end. Yeah. So say I think it's Lee. Tommy Lee. Um, then we had Sam Mitchell. And, Not uh, South Australian. No, no, I'm saying. You yeah, know, all the no, no. And Jimmy I nearly, Bartell. I nearly messaged you on the night saying, I didn't realise Bartell and Mitchell were South Australians. Been saying that. Sam Mitchell was almost here to play. Borch's old man, when he was coaching at Westies, Sam Mitchell was going to come and play for Westies. For the Mighty Bloods. Yep. Uh, when he was at Box Hill. Yeah, right. And then he stayed for another year at Box Hill, then got... And Hawthorne rookied him. Hawthorne rookied him. So, could have could have, could have gone... As he came to Westies and then Adelaide saw him because they saw him... Under, like, or Adelaide or Ports saw him under their nose. But, no, we'll, we'll pick him now. We've, we've got a close eye on him. Yeah. Closing doors, what's it called? Sliding doors. But, uh, yeah, five of the seven were South Australian. Yet they held it in fucking Melbourne. <laughs> Surely if you have five of the seven, you'd... Hold it in, uh, hold it in Adelaide. I just can't believe there hasn't been uproar over in the West going, oh, where's, where's our inductors? Where's the West Coast? Where's the West Australian inductors? Who, who's the, uh, who is the panel at the moment? Oh, no idea. Yeah, who idea. went to legend status? Or well, they didn't do one this no, year? No, they did two last year. Ah. Which was a, um. See, a, so, see someone was promptly flicked from the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Barry touched my cable. Uh, gone. Disgrace. Um, yeah. They they quietly flicked him too. It was, <laughs> was in the media, a few stories out, and I think maybe the AFL were like, no more stories, please. <laughs> we don't want... Oh, we try yeah. to disassociate with him completely. Yeah, well, you just... You do it, but you don't make a, a statement. Can you imagine that on the speech or up there? The you same. just remove them. You don't. Uh, this year's removals. One... Cable B, <laughs> fuck off. Three, three votes. <laughs> now everyone just get his, uh, can we just bring his board up on stage? Yeah, we'll just set that on fire. See you later. Um, those Hall of Fame dinners, I love I love watching them because some of the speeches are, are brilliant. Like Jimmy Partell's speech, yeah. talking about his mum. He yeah. goes, like, all the mates you make and all the stuff, all the accolades and everything. But he said, the, the memories I have driving out, talking in the car with yeah. you out to our games and, 
Oh, that, and that, that was a brilliant speech. Um, Aisha's speech was good too. I've got to go back and watch them. I've got to watch Choco's as well. Apparently that was a ripper. But the Hall of Fame speeches are good because they you get your 10 minutes to... Yeah. That's your time up and there. It's, and it's... Uh, and it's rarely about, like, they never speak about yeah. what they did on the field. Well, the Hall of Fame, it's, that when the year that Simon was put in, they had, um, what was the umpire with the big ears? Hetty? No. No, he was Brett, a player. Brett. Oh, this is bad, I'm about to tell a story and I've forgotten his name. But the, you wouldn't think, you think, oh, the umpire inductee. And then I listened to his, when we were sitting there listening to his speech, it was thoroughly entertaining, mm. thoroughly enjoyable listening it from a, a different point of view and, and what he got out of footy and um, those Ro- speeches. Rosebury? Rose? No, no, no. no. Oh, no, he's a... Something Allen. Brett Allen. Yeah. Yeah. It was Brett Allen. Yeah. What did I say? Brett Hetty. He said Brett. Brett. Hetty. Brett. Brett Allen. Um, yeah, he was, he, he was brilliant. So the Hall of Fame, I think, needs to be a... Um, I don't know. I reckon it could be probably... Just to choose that night on Foxtel, it could probably be a more of a, a main event type thing. Maybe the the bye week, you know, where they do the bye before the finals. Have yeah. it in there. Do your Brownlow the next talk, night. Do it an awards about, weekend. Talking about bye week. Fucking, I'm, I love, I've been over the last four weeks. I love the fact that the media is finally on and they're finally going. Now, if the media is saying it... and It must be right. no. You're a fucking idiot. You're a... <laughs> I was joking, you big sod. No. The um when the media because there's been the AFL have used oh no, but it's our contract stuff with the T V um that we can't like I've I've been saying for years. I was been saying for years, just have a week off. I don't, I think it'd be better than that though, not just a week off, just do a split round. No. Nah. The split round was perfect. Hang on, hang on. A second ago, you said, "Oh, there was no footy on, no footy on." Saturday. Yeah, because it's gone for fucking four weeks. But yeah, if you do a no, split round, no. But if you have a split round, you're not going to have footy on Saturday. It's just the two weeks though, and you can still have a game on Saturday. Have five games one week, four the next. With Tassie coming in, might get another side. Might have five and five. Hey, hey. Hang on, how are you going to have another game with Tassie coming in? I said we get Tassie and another side in. Oh, is that what you said? I don't think uh, we'll go. We'll either do either do a split round Just or have a, fucking a weekend off. off. Have but the weekend off. Something I've been saying for bloody years. Oh, have you now? Yes. Yeah. What have you been saying? And and uh, you say a lot. The Scott bloke that's at Essendon. Don't know his name. Brad. Yeah. He said on three sixty this week. He said have a week off and let's promote the state leagues. Yeah. Yeah. In, very good. In call. like. In that week, really, really do something in the state leagues and give them some. Because because like, the AFL has been fucking butchering their assholes for the last five years with these yeah. mid-season drafts and and top up at any time but and like all in, that crap. And and in like invest some. That's stuff. That's a great idea. Invest some stuff and and get people to go to yeah. the games. And actually, that is a great idea. And then on those ones, and, and not only get people to go to the games, actually televise them. That's what I was about to say. As well. Your seven, you, you have your your, your uh, Friday night footy. Yep. Have Nord and Port at Nord Oval well, no, or Adelaide Oval. Well, I don't think you have Port. Okay, correct. Yeah, because no, you're right. because Port. I was only pro- saying a, a rivalry, but yeah, like let's yeah, just say. Yeah. But no, you're right. Yeah. Like Sturt, Sturt Nord Friday night. Sturt Nord, Sturt Glenelg, yep. uh, Friday night at um yep. at Adelaide Oval. Yep. 
make it cheap tickets or, and or, pack the place or out. Or probably don't need to make it Adelaide Oval. Still play it at Nord because if it's... But if there's no AFL on, I reckon you'd get 35,000 Adelaide Oval on a Friday night to watch that if you ham it up. Yeah. Be, and that would be brilliant because the reason why a lot of people don't go to their Sandful clubs anymore and it's like I try to get to South Adelaide when I can, maybe once or twice a year. You've got your own footy, then you're watching AFL... And then you go to AFL games, all of a sudden you go, well, I can't go to all these SNFL games. If you have one dedicated weekend where there's absolutely no AFL on, yeah. and maybe you do that when it coincides with, oh, no, you can't. I was going to say the June long weekend because there's no uh, amateur footy on either as well. But but that's you've got the Queen's birthday weekend. They're yeah. not going to do it on that weekend. But they do if they do a buy and pump up all the state leagues, yeah. the, the televised game into those states... And you can have them all in and, each state. And you could have it that um, Friday night on whether it's Seven or Fox or both is is like two Melbourne teams playing. Mm. But do that game nationally. Yeah. Saturday night is a game in South Australia and then Sunday afternoon is a game in WA. Yeah. Like, like and but put it... But the AFL aren't going to do that because it's... Why wouldn't they? Because they're fucking... They don't think logically. They don't think nicely for the state leagues. They just want to... They've been pillaging them for years, so... It is a good but, good thought. But they are feeder leagues. That's their, that's their job to be pillaged. So. I know, but they pillage them so bad where clubs are, are, are falling over from it. There's going to be... Look at the VFL now. It's the NFL reserves minus SA and WA. Yeah. And then they got a couple of clubs that used to be in the VFL, or that were old VFL clubs in there that, getting that's belted. The other, that's the other thing. I don't know how the AFL has a buy and, and you promote the VFL because how many standalone teams are Because you can only have those playing. Well, they need to. Well, they, they've finally, there's a lot of traction for an AFL reserves over the next one to two years, I reckon. Yeah. And it's uh, the fact that it's taken this long and it's such a professional sport in Australia and there isn't a reserves for it. Yeah. Well the NRL, all of them have got they're all reserves. Yeah, they call like them they call them like second grade and yeah. so they've got your yeah, first grade, second grade, whatever. They call them different to what yeah. we do, but they've had a reserves comp for for years. Yeah. Um yeah, so not sure all teams have a reserves team though. In the NRL? Because I think the I think the Queensland teams are playing the Queensland league. So it's a shambles like the AFL then. Um, we should actually get onto a few other topics before really? we hit before uh, we, our before allocated we hit time stop. limit. Um, there was a few results that skewed, that rubbed people the wrong way. Obviously, in this time off, we had West Coast Cop in a couple of beltings. Adelaide had a big win and a small loss, but uh, Dee's got the job done against uh, Collingwood on Queen's birthday, and everyone was on the Dee's bandwagon and. Lordo himself spoke about how well Gorn and Brun- Brundy, Gorn and Grundy worked together to only 10 days later. 10 days later? They, they played a Thursday night game, so they went Monday, weekend off, then played oh. Thursday. So Melbourne got an absolute stinker of a bye round compared to everyone else. Some of them had a Thursday night game, had their bye, then came back to a Sunday game the week later. So they've had like almost five or six extra days off. Um but the Melbourne then a week later, sorry, 10 days later, went down to the Cattery. Um, we're looking pretty good up to three-quarter time. You thought 
it felt like Melbourne were going to run over him in the last quarter and have maybe a 30, 40 point win. Yeah. But it went the other way. Geelong pathetic. just turned Absolutely on pathetic. Pathetic. Yeah. It wasn't a great last quarter. They got. Um, because I thought the same as you. Even into the last quarter, I'm like, oh, this is cherry rot for. I reckon if they kicked the first goal, it might have been the straw that broke the camel's back, but Geelong. Their rebound from defence in that last quarter was like mm. prime time, prime Geelong last yeah. year where they were bang and they were going. And you haven't seen that all year with them. So um, Geelong, is there a pulse or is that just a... No, I reckon there. Okay, well, there's there's actually going to be a log jam fighting for the la- for anywhere from probably eighth, uh, sorry, fifth down to tenth. I reckon all those spots are up for grabs massively. Oh, big time. Like you got Frio that's coming home. Richmond have, have flipped the switch since McQualter took over, which astounds me. Um, uh, now they don't have Lynch for the rest of the year, so but they've been yeah. winning without him. But I thought Lynch coming back in would make them even better. Clearly clearly more issues with that foot than what they've... He's re-injured it. Oh. Yeah. It didn't heal properly. Right. So he's out for... They said indefinitely, so you'd say that's so, out for the year. So would have that been surgery in the first place? He did have surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously it hasn't... And then that's... Is it the, I don't think it's navicular. I think it's just a f- fracture in the foot. That, yeah. yeah. But then you've got um, uh, Essendon looking a little shaky. St Kilda has never been convincing. You don't know where they're going to finish. Um, I, I'd say that top four set. Do you agree? Yeah... Yeah. Like not in, in position. Not, not in positions, but, but the four the four are the yeah. four you'd think. Um and then you've got yeah, anywhere from fifth to possibly tenth uh, could f- drop in or drop out of that eight over the coming weeks. It's a log jam. Mm. I mean, if Melbourne dropped two in a row, then all of a sudden they're in danger because they're only a game the one game clearing fourth, I think. So yeah. that uh, the 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 end to this I, I season think Mel- I think the thing in Melbourne's favour is the three below them are and they're only a game below them, mm. as St Kilda, Essendon, Bulldogs. Yeah. They're, they're, even if Melbourne... And they play all of them on the way home. Yeah, and even if Melbourne do drop a game here or there, well, those three are going to drop games well, here at, there. Look, at the start, I kept thinking, fuck, Melbourne are travelling a lot. The back end of their season, from here on, they play, I think, six games at the G, one at Eddie, one at Marvel, mm. one at the SCG, and then this week at... Um, sorry, they play Bluntstone Arena... North Melbourne, down in yep. Tassie. Like that always evens up a bit because it's four billion mile an hour winds. But yep. um, And one degree. And one degree. But this is the last year of their contract in Alice Springs. So they're playing GWS in Alice Springs this and week. And I doubt whether that'll um I doubt whether that'll get redone that. No, it's not. It didn't get redone. Yeah, right. Yeah, that they said And was that N T government didn't redo it or Melbourne? No, didn't I think redo Melbourne. It? Yeah. They weren't we can't be playing our home games up there when we have well, when such they, an advantage at home. When, when they signed that contract, they did it. Oh, it was a, lo- a while ago. Yeah. yeah, and it was – they needed to do it. Well, they played Adelaide up there twice. They played Port there last year. And they now – played GWS Even there. though Melbourne wouldn't want to do it, or Northern Territory government, uh, they want Gold Coast being there anyway, sir. So. Say that again? The Northern Territory government want Gold Coast being there anyway. They said go coast. It sounded like go coast. All right. Um, Plenty of easier. Suck it. Uh, yeah, so Melbourne play them up there this week. That's going to be... You just don't know GWS these days. What mm. They're so... 
their goods good. Um, but it, they're going to go from minus ten at Geelong on Thursday night to I think they said twenty six degrees and sunny yeah. in uh, in Alice Springs. You imagine it's like one of those so days where it rained for the first time in 50 years. Now, GWS are one of the funny ones, I reckon. Mm. Because I reckon they're a lot better than their ladder position says. Oh, yeah. I'd, and like, their losses have all been tight. Yeah, but they're currently 14. But What's their percentage? Um, 97. 97 and you're sitting 14th? Mm. Shit. That's, that's very good. And that's going to be if they can string wins on the back end. I don't think are they any chance of playing finals. No, they're too far gone. Oh, it's not out of the realm. How, how many wins have they got? Um, six. Oh no, nah. means you've got to win almost. How many games to go? Are there seven. If um, how many games to go for the year? They're, they're one game out of the eight. Yeah, now oh, like they're they're on twenty four points. Adelaide's on twenty eight points. You got to win about thirteen games this now, year, right? Yeah, there's there's twenty percent yeah. difference in their percentage. But you said they're a game behind Adelaide. They're a game behind Adelaide. Jeez, Adelaide are eighth, and they're fourteen. And if we beat Collingwood, we would have been sitting fifth. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. How tight it is from fifth to fucking fourteenth. Yeah, like we could have been fifth, and or we could have been thirteenth if we, like if we got pumped. Like you see on the Sunday Footy Show, who do you reckon outside the eight can make it? Oh, I reckon there's only one team. I'm like. Oh, I reckon there is yeah. still six teams that, that can make the eight. Notice every week in the last three weeks, and they go, "Oh, but who's dropping out on uh, on the couch?" Someone go, "Oh, but who's dropping out?" And they go to answer, and Gary's gone, "Oh, Adelaide are the team dropping out." It's like, uh, get fucked. Why, why are you still overrating St Kilda, you dud? Speaking of uh, them, this is what I was talking about Speaking earlier. Of Gary, or Speaking of Gary, and also uh, Lordo. A week earlier when Melbourne beat Collingwood, they were talking up how uh, Melbourne with Grundy and Gorn worked so well and it put pressure on Cameron and Cox had to come from forward and do this and that. And then a week later, the rhetoric is... It's not working. It's not working. It can't work. It can't work. No, not that it's not working. It it just hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. It's done. Oh, Gorn's... Gorn's now a role player. He's not doing how, this and how, that. How come we didn't hear this when Luke Jackson was playing exact like the same role? Like, I think it's and not. The, it's not a new thing that they've got two ruckmen. No, nah. and I think the the worst thing is um, Grundy's probably rucking a bit more because he's probably younger and he is going to be yeah. their number one ruckman in the coming years. And then, now, do you play Gorn permanently forward? I don't think he can play permanently forward because. His kicking isn't exactly trustworthy at times, but also, um, I don't know, maybe you can play him as your full forward. Can you play Gorn at full forward? Um, and then he pinch hits in the ruck, but it means Grundy's going to be well, rucking a heap I more. Think, but. I think at the moment with uh, Melbourne's forward structure, you actually can play him mm. semi-permanent forward because because you're lacking all those bigger blokes and, and the one big bloke is Fritch, who's not big. I reckon if... Oh, me personally, and people laugh at me, and uh, <laughs> people laugh at me. No, the the, that, the that touch work, button that worked well because the volume's not up. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking um, seamless. The uh, I still think there's a guy that could be up for grabs at the end of the year, Mackay. You get into a club and fix his kicking. Which one? 
Harry. Yep. That's the Carlton one. Yep. Um, I reckon if you bring him in, I didn't realise his contract is till 2030. It's a long contract. Or is it 2029 it went till? They signed yeah. him up to a six, seven year. Could you he say fix his kicking. He's still the, he's the best forward. Could you say to Carlton, well, we'll take him off your hands, but you pay you pay 200 a year of his, for the rest of his contract? No, I don't think they would. They said we'll keep him then. 150? I think if you there's a couple. Can this of, be a negotiation? No, no, I reckon there's a couple of players on Melbourne's list that might want to move on, or uh, look someone like Harms, who um, I think has another year to go on his contract. Yeah. Say you say Harms, a draft pick, something not, else. Not going to make a lot of difference to Carlton, a bloke like Harms. No, but yeah, but I think Harms, if he he'd, he'd be, he could roll through their midfield or off the half forward flank a bit better than what maybe they've got. What he could do at Melbourne. I think Melbourne have just got a lot of the same type of player um, yeah. in his position. Um, but someone like Harms and maybe another... Uh, who's someone playing a good VFL footy that can't get a game, really? Um, I mean, Melksham's too old. Someone like that. Laurie. Pack it up with your top first pick or your, your, top, your top... So Melbourne have got a, um, a pick from Frio's first pick as well from the oh, Jackson yeah, trade from Jackson. last year. Oh, how's Jackson last week? Best game he's played for them. Um, it, Huge. Permanent forward. I have said he's not a permanent forward. I still don't believe he's a permanent uh, he forward. He spent time as mid, in the midfield. As well. He didn't... I think he um, he didn't ruck at all. No. He spent time in the midfield. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm saying but I don't so, think... He, I don't so he and Darcy yeah, were in the... I think Darcy... But also, they were in saying that, they could afford to do that because they were playing Essendon without Draper. Yeah. And Phillips was the sole ruckman, which... Yeah. Um, you do that against a... a Gorn and Grundy, I don't yeah. think he's not rucking. I think he's rucking a lot of the time too. Um, but uh, sorry, back to the the D's. Who, well, they need a they need a, a big bloke, a big bloke who can either take a mark or bring it to ground. With get the way him, they're get getting, him, in the get him working with Choco, and Choco will sort his kicking out in a heartbeat. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a hashtag Mackay in. Ah, <laughs> good not, one out. Or, <laughs> they had they had Clarko in hashtag. Hey, look. And people, oh, people. Yeah. I've said sorry, it to a few sorry, people. It wasn't good one out. It was Clark at me. I've said it to a few people, and they've told me you're a dickhead, McCoy. Shit, I'm like no, he's not. He has some faults that yeah. if they can be fixed, he can be the best forward and, in the comp. But you see his faults in a game. You mm. go, hang on, how are you lining up differently than you were two minutes ago? I, I am in, in I, virtually the same spot. I'm, I'm so baffled as to how in a professional system. Where you have coaches, you have people that can go right. We're going to get this fixed. That there's no system there. That like, that, that, like it, that he's he, changing it up every five minutes. Do, do the, does he need some tough love and going, mate? This is how it is. Or does he just need a, a cuddle? Nah. Like, like no, I don't need a cuddle. It's, his confidence is low because he doesn't have any particular way of kicking. Yeah. He's probably floated through grades yeah, doing but, his doing. But do they need belted into him severely and hardly, or or? No, nah, I just think he hasn't. He's not being coached properly. Well, he's not being. There's well, no specialist goal kicking coaches anymore. Like you have a specialist goal kicking coach. Yeah. No, you've got a Ford coach. Can you have a specialist goal kicking coach? Matty Lloyd and Brendan Favola would be yeah. the most hot property going around. Jonathan Brown had a lovely set shot, but he did a little bit of arc. Tex Walker, he has a very specific way he'll run through it. Um, yeah. Who else was there? Even Ben Brown, 
had, he had the everyone laughed at his long run up, but it was a, a perfect routine. routine. Uh, Van Royen, yeah, ha, is it? It's an uncanny way the way he kind of drops yeah. it, but it is a but set. Don't run around. I run straight. I do this. Five minutes later, when he has a shot for goal, mm. he does the same fucking. And thing. if you watch Mackay, even with his drop punts, he's kind of he, he's leaning back a bit. And he's he's pulling the leg a bit, he's and ball, that's why it's going. His ball and drop. then his ball drops off. Now, fucking plain Joe on the TV, you can see it. How is there not someone at Carlton or or Vosco's right? I have potentially the two best forwards. That two. I, sorry, I, I do have like, the two I best forwards. I hate the fact that they're both fucking common medalists, but they're fucking common medalists. Yeah. <laughs> right, and you, Mackay, you get that you get his goal kicking because he takes a lot of contested grabs. And then he'll run around, he'll do stupid shit. People go, oh, his accuracy, he's kicked these out. Do you know how many he's kicked out on the full? Yeah. That don't get recorded? Which, which don't, get, don't count to <laughs> don't his accuracy. Don't count to his accuracy. But you fix that. He is no doubt the best forward in the league. Mm. I think he's the be- I think he's better than Kerno as well. He's a lot better than Kerno. Kerno can go up the ground and be that real mobile forward, whereas Mackay is huge, hey, you imposing. Said, you said, um, Mackay takes good contested grabs. Kerno doesn't. No. But then it's the same Things issue with the, same issue with the Kings. Yeah. I don't know how the and the, and you always see they're flicking the ball in their yeah. hands. What the fuck are you doing there? You know who you know who was brilliant set shot? It was uh Sav Rocker had this thing where he not Sav Rocker. Anthony yeah, sorry, Rocker. Sav Rocker yeah. would say as he was walking in, he knows where the goals are. I don't need to be looking at the goals. And you watch old footage of Sav. He's always looking down at the footy. And the he goals had, don't fucking move. Know, the ball move. fucking moves. And he, had, he said he'd look at the cross on the top of the footy and he'd yeah. be making sure that that cross falls perfectly over his foot. Yeah. And he was accurate as fuck. And he could do it from 70 metres out. Absolutely. Sav never went on an arc to get more distance. Yeah. He'd just go through and... And nail I'm going to follow through yeah. and put this my foot through the roof. And, his, and the old Fords... Problem, I think the problem is footy. Is he still in clubland? Because he came back from the US and he was at North Melbourne for a while. I think he was part of the crew that got ousted when. um, Didn't go anywhere else. I don't know. It's an interesting question. I don't know where Anthony Rocker is. Anthony's back at Collingwood. Collingwood, I think. Yeah. I mean, Sav's another one that could go right. I'm going to be a textbook goal kicking. I'm going to be a goal kicking. There's a guy called the 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 kicking consultant on. He's not like Insta. Color. Yeah, he was GWS boy. Oh, what's his name? Very good to watch. Oh, Macabags, we'll call him. I started following him, and some of the most simplest things he does, you're like, surely this is being tre- this is being teached at Clubland. But maybe they go, we don't have the resources or time for this. I think they're too good. Yeah. Anyway, we, we we've hit close to now. We we've we haven't gone over. Actually, no, we'll do this to finish. All right. Brownlow, Colon, Premier, Colon, Colon. <laughs> Brownlow, Coleman, Premiers. <laughs> okay, you go first. No, you go first. Brownlow, go. Uh, 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 I'm going to go with Bond. Bond? Yep. <laughs> bit like in a polar vibe. Did you remember about the stat I told you? If you haven't finished in... Oh, yeah. So the last 15 I'll Brownlow... tell the people, mate. Come on. The last 15 Brownlow medalists have all been in the top 10 and mainly top five of contested ball winners. And if you're not in the top five contested ball winners, you're a very tough chance of winning a Brownlow. Yeah. You know where Butters is? 32nd. Which which blows Stounds me bit. away because... You know... Uh, because, like, he loves the scrap. Yeah. So I, I can't... I Taranto? 
Yeah. 90th. Um, number Sh- one, which... Sh- shout out to Kane Cornsey. Yeah. Number one, which baffles me, because you would have thought with the form he's in, uh, he isn't. Cannot, that can't be true. Patrick Cripps is still number one for contested possessions. So, go figure. Mm. Um, so, I'm going to go Bond. Where, where, where's your mate Nick Dacos on that list, do you know? Uh, doesn't feature. Yeah. I don't think he's in the top 100. Don't think he ever had a contested possession in his life. Look, I think he'll poll, but you know who was a prime example of when he was getting, in his first season, like his first five games, he had like five best ons or four best ons, was Matt Rowe. I was like, oh, he was good, but he, yeah. I didn't think he was that good. Yeah. But because he was contested in and under, the umpire is seeing them 24-7. Yeah. Um, maybe when the game opens up, they don't notice him as much. But anyway, enough bullshitting. That's Bont for me. Who's your Brownlow medalist? Mm. I still think track, uh, Bont and track, I'm going to say, sorry. Track? Yeah, I still think he's, since Oliver's out, he'd be pinching all the three votes there. He would have got three votes on... They uh, won a game since Oliver's been out? Uh, yeah, Queen's birthday, won all of them, bar one. Yeah, right. He'd, track won't be getting a vote against Geelong, he was awful. Come on, Brownlee Millers. Um, I don't know. Uh, won't be the favourite. Um, so Tim Taranto's ninth for contested position. I'll go Taranto then. <laughs> I don't know where they showed that stat. Um, Coleman medalist. Uh, the Texan. Oh, well, I'm going to say that too because I jumped on him oh, during copy. the second quarter. Fucking copycat. Uh, no, I actually jumped on him in the second quarter of the West Coast game and got 21 to 1 odds by I'm the end of the game. He was sevens. Now he's threes. the end of last season. No, you didn't. Yeah, right. I didn't. Dickhead. Final one. And which is... Uh, Fucking tough to pick premiers. Uh, Could be anyone. <laughs> hope it's not poor. No. Um, Come on, on time, time, time here, mate. How about you go first? Ah, uh, yeah, everyone will laugh at me, but I still reckon. Oh fuck off! The clicks, Melbourne, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne, 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 why, Melbourne. Why do you think Melbourne? Because I think. That what, they've what, just knocked. Well, they knocked off the top side because they on a they choked them to the point where they couldn't do what they can do, and they and still then won. lost to Geelong next week. Yeah, so what? Um, um, what? So that's your heart prediction. What's your head prediction? Mm, honestly, head prediction. Anyone in the top four? Yeah, I, I, I firmly believe Adelaide can actually win the flag. Yeah, if they play like they did in the third quarter for at least three quarters yeah. of most games. No, um, no side plays like their best footy for four quarters. I'm sorry. Everyone goes, oh. you got to have four quarters of football. Yes, but you can't play your bli- – no one plays blistering footy for four quarters. I'll go – no, fuck it. I'll just go Collingwood. Right. Boring. Boring. Well, you about to give me crickets then? Nah. Reckon you were. Uh, Collingwood, when they get that crowd behind them, fuck it. That's like an extra three people on the field for them. So – Done and dusted, mate. Good chatting. Good to be back from our, our mid-season buy. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Sorry, everyone. It was my fault last week. Otherwise, we would have... Yeah, Danny had diarrhoea. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I did lose all our marks and stuff. But no. Yeah, we did. But uh, good good being back. And uh, we've got a bumper. I think the, the end to this footy season is going to be one of the best ever leading in. I reckon that uh, that, that eight is nowhere near set and I reckon there's at least three quarters of the comp that can play finals. So. Well like you said like you said, the four is the four, but there's 
fair bit of even that the four. I mean, the Brisbane and Melbourne could easily drop out of that four, but I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't see anyone commanding the Basically. way into the four. Is yeah. the thing so? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, the bottom half of the eight. Adelaide's the best team out of the bottom half of the eight, and they're sitting eight. <laughs> and they, like I said, the, a free kick paid at the end there could have been the difference, and we're sitting fifth. But uh, the free kicks missed all over the ground during the game, so. And plenty of behinds kicked in the first quarter that should have been goals, so shut the fuck up about free kicks, people. <laughs> Bye, Luke. Adios, amigos.